Broadcasting from the City of Angels, two childhood friends bring you unique takes on current events, gaming, social media, and that crazy thing called life. You're officially tuned into the Culture Burrito Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Lewis and Mondo. What's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode. I'm your host, along with Mando. Hey, what's going on? In today's episode, we'll be discussing a lot of stuff. And we hope that you join us and have a laugh with us. Eh, or even at us. It don't matter, as long as you're having fun. And don't forget, guys, follow us on Instagram. Support us on Patreon if you can. And buy some merch to represent your love for the Coach of Burrito podcast. And with all that being said... Let's get into it, guys. So, what's going on, Mondo? How's everything? Everything's great, man. We have some great topics for everybody out here, don't we? Yeah, we do. But before we get into those topics, let's, I want to give out some shout-outs to some of these countries, Mondo, because, man... I didn't even think we we're going to have this wide range of reach, you know, because uh, we are like listened by a lot of countries. Like to begin with, the first one is the good old U.S. of A. So salute to the U.S., man. Everybody in California. That's great, man. That's great. To you hear. know, Texas, you know, in Phoenix. Yeah. And the next one on the list is old Canada. Oh, Canada. That's all I know, so don't shoot me. But Canada... Hey, I'm, I'm happy to have our, our neighbors listen. That's great. Yeah, Canada's up there, man. And third on the list, India. Thank you so much, guys, from India. Much love to you guys. We love that you guys tune in every week to hear from us. And, uh... Yeah, we have France, we have Australia, we have Germany, Netherlands, Brazil, Turkey, Philippines, El Salvador. We're just waiting for our Mexican brothers to tune in. Come on, Mexico, where you at? That's right, but thank you, everybody else that's tuning in. We appreciate that love that you're showing. Definitely, you know. With all that being said, I wanted to talk about some of the things that are happening in good old Japan. Have you seen all that uh, censorship that's happening right now? Yeah, you know, I saw a little bit about uh, this Capcom Mm -hmm. in my uh, wall on my phone. And being somebody that likes games and stuff, I was like, what is going on? And then um, just the image alone said it all. The Rising Sun, gone. What? Yeah, you know, my thing is like, you know, being Street Fighter being a game that's like 30-year-old game, why are we censoring it now? Like, what's the point? And the worst thing is what we're censoring is something that's, to me, I never saw it as an insult or, or something that's, that's insulting to anybody. You know, the Rising Sun is still their emblem for their Navy in Japan, so... They're still using it. So what's so insulting or, you know, about that? Yeah, I don't I don't understand that either. I mean, like you said, it's a game that's existed for a while that existed back. I mean, I can understand the representation of the rising sun for the character for Japan. Mm-hmm. But why remove something that's such an icon, something that reminds you of them? Exactly. You know, not only that, but I remember being a kid. Going to the laundromat with my mom and brother, you know, next to that fucking iconic Street Fighter machine, Honda fighting somebody, you will see that little background, you know, just stand out with the little rising sun flashing. That was pretty dope. I remember I used to like that. And now it turns out that it's offensive to some people. Fuck. Not just that. Are we censoring everything now? Like, are we going to be choosing who we censor, who not we censor? Because if you notice... Even movies are doing the same thing. Like that Bohemian Rhapsody, the biopic from uh, Queen, they did the same thing. The guys were wearing some fucking uh, shirts with the rising sun. And oh my God, let's just censor it and let's digitally remove that. Because we don't want people getting offended. Like why? 
The fact is, it's a biopic, right? That means that he wore that shit in real life. So why are we censoring it? I find that some bullshit. But do you think this is done because of the government? Or do you think that this is the people requesting this? Because I know that there's instances where people actually... Like um, that about the flag thing, I could understand that the people are doing it. But do you think it's government related? I think it's probably both, you know. But here's the thing, though. Again... Are we choosing what we censor? Because if you look at some of the games are based on Nazis, and we don't like Nazis, right? But we still have games that have Nazis, Nazi symbols, and everything else like that. Like Wolfenstein, for example. I don't hear nobody complaining. Because why? We're killing Nazis. That's We're killing true. Nazis, so it's okay. Come on, people. That shit got to stop. It's it's a form of art and... I think that art shouldn't get censored at all. I completely agree. I think that artists intended it to be seen in a certain way and we're kind of taking away from what they offer. Mm -hmm. Like these are their visions and this is what they want us to see. But you know how we have the freedom of speech. We don't want to take that freedom that they're giving by offering us something like that. Their intent is not to cite violence or, or propaganda or anything like that. It's just a vision that they have. So people need to need to cut that out. Yeah, and not only that, but you know, if you base a character on a certain time in history, I understand, you know, some of those things are going to be there. You know, it's not like they're doing it now and they're trying to make something, they're trying to stir the pot to get controversy or get people to to snap and complain. No, there it's just it is what it is. Honda was a character from Japan in the 1940s or whatever and World War II had happened around that time, so you know, you expect him to have some of those symbols because that's what what was happening then. But again, I'm just saying people, let's tone it down. But it sucks though because, you know, we grew up with seeing these images, you know, and even though they might have like you say, they, they're not a good representation, but we never saw them as something violent. We didn't see them like, oh, they're uh, showing propaganda or mm -hmm. anything like that. We just enjoy it. And we're like, you know what? We appreciate the, the content. We appreciate the artist's visual on that. But we see a lot of this going on. Got an example for you. The Washington Redskins, man. They lost their name. Why? Because people were complaining. Not just them, but the Cleveland Indians are going to, I think, change their names too. The Atlanta Braves changed their names too. There's another one too. But I don't think this was politically motivated. I think this was because the owner wanted to move their name, but right. change it. But yeah, I see what you mean. No, but with that, I understand why they, they're offended. Let's just say they had a, a basketball team named the Mexicans and there were some Indians. I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be offended because of that. I wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, you probably wouldn't, but there's a lot of people that would say it as an insult. What if they made a team and they call it the Wetbacks? It was like a image of an of a Hispanic guy or the Beaners. Well, okay. Okay. Well, let's just say that if they did that, then they know they were doing something offensive, you know? But I'll give you some examples. So how about some products from the past, you know, like Aunt Jemima syrup or Uncle Ben's rice or Mrs. Butterworth? I didn't I didn't personally see it as an attack well, on them. Well, T, if it's something that I could, you know, speak on, I'll speak on it, right? But the Aunt Jemima thing, I cannot say if it was offensive or not because I'm not black. I'm Hispanic, right? But from people that I heard that are black, you know, my African-American brothers, they even said that they were not offended. They're like, no, 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 no. What the fuck? What are you doing? Don't get rid of Anjimama. I get it. If you're not offended, cool. Yeah, I can understand that. Now, going back to the Washington Redskins, this team is an old team from the 1930s, 1940s, Mando. What you don't understand is that that was something offensive. Even to them, they right. used to call them Redskins. It's, it was a slur, Mando. Now, it's uh, they protested. We kept it that long. But, you know, we should have that name to begin with just like uh i'm trying to think of the other one there's another one though, they've been that, around uh, for like what 90 that was years really like that? i don't know if it was the cleveland Indians too that they changed the name because of that and it's like the, it's cool
cool. You know, we've been making fun of, uh, and I don't say we like me, but, you know, in general, in the media, everywhere, we've been making fun of Native Americans for a long time. But, you know, nobody listens to them. So I guess it was just the right time. And I'm glad because I don't want nothing that's going to offend people, you know, to be used as a logo or something that we're going to be carrying on jerseys or hats or whatever so i'm glad they, they're doing those changes honestly i am you're not talking about the indians right mm-hmm. i mean i'm it's interesting because i mean maybe because like you said maybe there's not a mexican thing or like you said there's no team that's called like beaners or something like that and i say that because like i'm hispanic that would be like like aimed at me but you know again these teams were made a long time ago these teams have their own cities that support them, not just because it's their team, but I see that they have their fans and stuff. And I really never really heard any complaints about those names. I mean, they don't look offensive. They just look car- like cartoon characters. Yeah, but the fans are not going to complain, right? Well, I, yeah, I can't speak for them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you know these teams are like from 1930, 1940s, how racist do you think those people that came up with that name were? But anyways, you know, uh, I'm glad that... Um, that movement happened and it happened, you know, right now. And it's, and people are getting together to complain and hey, get it out of here. We don't like it. Someone's offended. Fuck it. But when it comes to movies and games, I find that as a form of art that should not be changed just because someone don't like something, you know. But again, you know, if we look at a lot of things, for example, like in Texas, good old Texas, and you guys. <sighs> My goodness, Texas. You guys are just becoming like Florida. <laughs> Fuck. You know, there's a lot of shit going on in Texas besides the snowstorm and all that other bullshit. But look, just look at Texas, right? You know, they have those flags. Don't threat on me and their Confederate flag. You know, people will say, oh, uh, my grandfather was in the, you know, he was in the Civil War and he was from the South. Yes, your grandfather was a traitor. He was with the losing team. He lost the war. We shouldn't even have no statues or flags, you know, because... The cause that they were fighting for was the wrong. Exactly. And then it's like, we never celebrate the losers in war. you never seen anybody lose a war and be celebrated. So why do we still do it here? That's right. You know? I don't know how these people have that much pride. I mean, that's the thing. You don't see Nazis celebrating and saying, yeah, like... Exactly. Like <laughs> you don't see no German saying, "Hey, my great great grandfather was a Nazi, so it's in my roots, and I could celebrate my Nazi freely." No, you don't hear that shit. In fact, they're ashamed of that. They're so ashamed of that. Yeah, they're hiding under a rock. Yeah, that they don't even talk about that. If you go to Germany, Mando, there's a lot of places where they have memorial, they have plaques, they have statues where they remind you of a dark past. They remind you of what happened during those times. And that's just so that we don't forget. And that's the shit that I'm talking about. We should do that here. But no, instead of doing that, we celebrate it. We put fucking Robert E. Lee fucking statues and other fucking generals that were in the South that were fucking losers and shit, that were slave owners. We fucking celebrate them and we have statues. That's why right now when I heard about, you know, they were going to bring down the statues and they were going to get rid of them. I'm just like, yeah. Get fucking rid of them. It was about damn time. They, they don't represent anything. What the fuck do they represent? Racism. The South part of the U.S. was in a dark era because they were fighting for slavery and keep slaves. The other side was abolishing slavery, you know? And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Texas, you know, we, we got to get rid of those statues everywhere. Fuck that. That's true. And speaking on Texas, again, like I said, you know, Texas keep fucking up. You know, did you hear about this shit, Mando? That what they were talking about? 
about the snow not being real? I hear the stories, man, and it's I don't understand why they keep coming up. Like I don't even know how to explain this, but the, these guys need to do a little bit more research before they start doing these little TikTok videos and say this snow doesn't melt. Yeah, you know. And, and the worst part is that you see all these TikTok videos with these women, you know, showing their kids that this is, you know, propaganda. This is just the China sending us fake snow or telling them that Bill Gates is behind this snowstorm that he created, you know, and I'm just like, you're just implementing that into your kids. Come on. This is the ignorance that needs to end because you're, you're pretty much doing what Korea does, teaching their kids all the wrong things. So all the wrong things you're teaching your kids right now are going to lead to ignorant results in the future. Yeah. Not only that, but they're not going to trust, you know, the government or the system. Like I get it. It's not perfect. Right. But you have to say, you know, the U.S. is a country of laws and no matter what, you know, we abide by the law. But but there was a lot of videos where these people were like putting ice in a bowl and they would tell the kids, look, let's take it to the microwave and you're going to see all these little particles light up because it has metal in it. And I'm just looking at it like, are you that fucking dumb? How the fuck is metal going to be in snow? Like, just tell me, who has the technology that could come up with something like that? But that's but that's how conspiracy theorists live, you know? Mm -hmm. They love coming up with all these ideas. And it's it's fun to watch how, uh, what an interesting imagination we all have. But let's face the facts, you know? That's that's completely out of the question. They were getting snow and, and lighting up candles or lighters, and they would just put it under the fucking snowball, and it would get the flame would kind of darken the snow, and they would be like, "Yeah, you see here, there's that's that's not real snow. That is something else. That's chemical." And and I'm just looking at them like, "Are you a fucking retard? Like, are you a moron? Like, snow is not gonna melt like that. This that's not how it works." You know, I'm not going to go into detail, guys. But if you want to know, just Google that shit. Google how the fuck is snow and it'll fucking explain to you that the moisture in the air when it's that cold turns into little ice particles that form into little snow fucking flakes. And there's so much of that shit that you can't expect it to melt like that. <laughs> Come on, people. And it And not only that, but it turns into like a gas. Uh, it's called, uh, what is it, flammation? But anyways... It's, isn't that all that's like, it's not steam, but you see all that little smoke coming off from the ice. That's what it's doing. It's dissipating. Yeah. It's, people need to understand that. It's called sublimation, people. And I think some of these parents should uh use the internet a little bit more. I mean, instead of being on TikTok, fucking do some research, you know, and instead of, you know, having to go through all that trouble to do the, those videos and act like they're onto something when they're not, they're really off, you know, and they look so stupid, you know, and the the worst part is, Bondo, these people are somebody. They're, they're in charge of something. They're probably somebody's boss, probably somebody's lawyer or somebody's fucking paralegal, somebody's secretary, somebody's... You get the idea, oh, you know? No. Well, they're just really badly informed. But I'll tell you one thing. Because this ice is not fake and it doesn't melt like that, it is causing a lot of problems for their pipe structure. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Now, this is why they were having problems with water shortage because, you know, there's no heat, there's nothing, there's no electricity at that time. So all the pipes were frozen. So because they're frozen, can't get no water. This is why I saw some of the videos where they were lining up to go to like one little pump and they were just fucking taking those five gallons and just filling them up. And that shit was kind of sad because, you know, we're in the U.S., and the good old US of A. Like, that shit don't happen here. 
You know? Yeah, that's something that you shouldn't be expecting to see over here. Yeah. But I tell you one thing though, it shows a lot of good in a lot of other people and companies. For example, there was this market called HEB. Now, they lost power, right? And they were like, fuck, we don't have power. We don't, we don't want this food to go to waste. So you know what they started doing? I have no idea. They started making little, like, uh, to-go bags and all kinds of different types of food, you know, like canned goods, meat, chicken, you know, everything that they could give, they were giving every person like a bag or two, you know. So much respect right? for that decision. That is, that's amazing. Very humanitarian. I love that. Yeah. Because they knew they were not going to fix this shit either. So it's going to take a while. So they, they were like, you know what? We got to, instead of letting this shit go to waste, we might as well feed the people, feed our fucking citizens, feed our neighbors, feed our friends. And you could see the long ass lines in that store, but everybody got a fucking bag or two. And to me, that's admirable. You know, that's one of the, if anything, after this is done, fuck, food for less, all these other, co- I would, I'm going to H-E-B because that store was fucking supporting us when we needed them. I would too, man. But aren't they only located in Texas, I believe? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying if I was them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, um, that, that was pretty cool. I thought that was really, really dope. It's uh, it, could, it tells you a lot by a company, you know? It does. I was also seeing another thing that um, because of... This winter brought so much destruction to Texas. It Like, we don't really understand. They were not ready. I know they were. But I don't think they were expecting it either. But, you know, this is a problem when you don't prepare. You get hit with something like this. And then guess what happens? You have all this going on, especially with the electric grid falling as it did. And these outrageous bills these people are playing. Oh, man. I know. I saw some of these fucking bills and I was just like, what the fuck? 17000 for what? They didn't even have no energy or you know anything. But apparently, the ones that did, they paid the price. So they're paying big ass bills. And I'm just like, I wouldn't pay that shit. Fuck that. I don't even know what you do in that situation. Do you not pay? Or do you? what can you do? I would protest that shit. And I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not paying this shit. But the reason why it was high is because since they have their own grid, and which is why it failed you know they've been trying to get them on a u.s grid for the longest but they keep fucking insisting that they just want to be the lone star we want to keep ourselves to ourselves but anyways they always want to do things differently yeah exactly and you know with this shit happening i think they're gonna go on the main grid for the you know for the whole country but you know the way their electricity was set up was that if there's a lot of demand you know the the electricity gets more expensive expensive by the kilowatt right Mm -hmm. and then if it's no demand and it goes really low and it gets cheap which is cool when it works it's cool but when it doesn't work like right now now you're fucked because you're gonna be hit with a nine thousand dollar bill seven thousand dollar bill 17,000 and so on and so on. And that is what fucking sucks about it. It does, man. I saw a lot of their bills and normally they would get charged like, and I saw this on some of the reports, but normally they get charged about 40 cents per kilowatt. And during these peak hours when this was happening, people were getting charged $9 per kilowatt. And we all know that one kilowatt isn't going to power anything. I know, exactly. Just think about it. $9 per kilowatt. How many? I wonder how many kilowatts to charge a phone or smartphone. How, and then how long does it take? So you got to take that into consideration too. Imagine. And that's just a phone. Imagine if you were actually trying to turn on your, your thermostat. You're trying to... Or your refrigerator. Your, just your fridge alone will murder you. Yeah. Oh, man. That is scary, man. No, and the scary thing was, did you see some of these pictures or the videos where even the chandeliers, the ceiling fans were all fucking frozen with icicles and everything? I saw that. It looked like one of those... <laughs> it looked like something you'd see in a video game or a sci-fi movie, like 
on a different planet. Right, or even like in horror movies, like, you know, like, that shit was scary. But I'm glad that they're over that. I'm pretty sure they're not. They're better than they were before. Yeah. I hope that Texas decides, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be on our own, like they're always stating, you know. I know they want to do things a little bit different. I will tell you one thing. The one thing I do think that they do really hmm. good on are, are those uh, baby back ribs, man. Last time I was there, I couldn't get enough. They were amazing. But that's just about it, man. Yeah, we don't have a complaint about their food. Texas, we don't. We love your food. We don't have a, com- a complaint about that. It's just some of the crazy shit you do is what we're talking about. That's it, you know? But yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Texas was going through this hell. But now we're going through our own hell now. Are we? Well, <laughs> I saw Fry's closing, man. And even though I'm not a super fan... Just to hear that that store was closing is just a reminder of stores that are just dying out. It started with Blockbuster, then went Radio Shack also went through that. And I'm not going to really say Radio Shack was like the best, but it was the closest thing to me and I liked them. Circuit City? Circuit City, that's right. And now Fry's? Oh man, all these brick mortar stores. And Toys R Us, Toys R Us. And now you have Fry's, which was another big store. And it's all going away. Why? Because of Amazon, all these big companies. I don't think it's because of that. I mean, that's part of it, but I think it's because of the pandemic too. Let's face it. Fries was only hanging by a thread. You're right. Amazon was part of the reason. But if we're going to be honest here, this pandemic has hit a lot of businesses hard. Not just the big ones, but the small ones too. But I think it was just time too. I mean, I don't see a future where Fry's Electronics could live. I mean, I'm going to miss their stores because every store had it like a little theme, you know, and that's was that's what I like. Every store that you go was different. Like, I remember the one in Burbank had, like, a big old UFO spaceship right there, you know. Um, You're right. The one the one that I used to see in City of Industry had, like, a big toy train. Mm-hmm. The one in San Diego in, uh, I forgot. But anyways, every store had a theme, you know. And that, to me, was pretty unique and it was pretty dope. And besides that, they had a lot of electronics. I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you, I prefer, you know, Best Buy over Fry's, except when I'm buying computer parts. When I was buying computer parts, I'd rather go to Fry's than Best Buy. But if I'm buying computer parts now, I prefer Micro Center and Tustin. I just love going to Micro Center. We only have one of those. Yeah, we only have one. I think New Jersey has a couple and some other states have a couple too. But I, I just love the first time that, that I went there. I remember going to an aisle. And the aisle was just keyboards and mouse. I was just like, wait, this whole aisle is just keyboards and mouse? Oh, my God. That's right. If Toys R Us was king for uh, toys, then Micro Center is the king of computer parts and computers. Yeah, and then you go to the next aisle and you're like, wait, what is this aisle? Wait, graphics cards? Except that right now, there's none because of these fucking scalpers. But anyways, back in the day when I went, it was just a whole aisle of nothing but graphic cards. And I was just like in heaven looking everywhere. It, 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 I don't know. It's just a, a store that I fucking love. You're not, you're not the only one. I, I remember the one time that I went and I actually went with you. You introduced me to the store and is that when we build your computer? That's right. That's the one that we built. And I still have it up to this day. It's still working and everything, even though it's a little outdated. Mm-hmm. But everything from the housing, from the motherboard, I mean, the CPU, the GPU, everything. We we got all those parts from there. And I'm pleased with it. I, I love this machine. It's really old, but, you know, it's forever going to be remembered as one of the best computers that I ever had. But it was thanks to that store. Yeah, and I remember now. I remember that we went and we were getting... See, the best thing about Micro Center is that you get discounts on discounts on discounts on discounts. I remember 
you know, they were like, oh, if you buy this motherboard and take this RAM, we deduct, you know, 25 bucks. But if you take the RAM, the the CPU, the processor, and the motherboard all together, we'll deduct this much. And you could also get that fucking, you know, case Housing. over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everything had discounts. The more you take, the more the discounts. So well, remember when I went there, I told you I'm only gonna need the CPU and I'm only gonna get the RAM because uh, I I don't want to spend a lot. <laughs> and I ended up pretty much coming out with an entire computer. But God, was it worth it? <laughs> yeah, I remember. And not only that, but I was like, I'm helping you build your computer. But in the end, I also took enough parts to build my computer. And I was like, I I was coming only to buy stuff for Mondo, not for me. But I ended up taking. Enough parts to build another computer for myself. And you see, that same feeling is how I feel that I'm going to lose another big store like that. Uh, Fry's, I never really went there that much. But the few times I was in there, I really enjoyed it. And the only reason I say that is because they're so far away from me. That's one. Best Buys are like local. So there's always a Best Buy nearby. Yeah. So it's easier just to go to one. But if you actually ever went to a Fry's, that experience is so unique. It feels like you're... In a similar Best Buy, but it's a different experience. It's very nice. Yeah, you could tell when you're in Best Buy, you see those blue shirt guys and gals coming up to you, and you're like, "No, no, I got it. I'm good. Thank you." You know. But you know what? And but this is the thing. You said that it was a pandemic that kind of ruined that. And you know, I think you might be right. You might be onto something here. But I think maybe they didn't do the little things that other companies do to keep going. You know, I don't think they progressed correctly. And that's exactly what I was saying. I was saying because, you know, it's up to them and their CEOs. And I mean, their CEOs get paid a lot of money to take them to the next level. Because if you notice, Best Buy was on the verge of going under as well, like, uh, you know, maybe like four or five years ago. But what did they do? They decided to invest in smartphones and, you know, getting carriers support to get their phones sold by them and then they activate it on any of those carriers they get a a percentage of that person's bill so imagine how many subscribers how many people they subscribe and i think they're making more money of the mobile department now than just selling everything else that's why they were able to survive and the same thing goes for you know other stores like for example again micro center Micro Center's not hurting at all, you know? And I'm wondering if these mobile stores, uh, all these cell phone companies didn't pitch, gave that pitch to these companies, and these companies were like, no, but Best Buy just accepted. Uh, no, you know, actually, Best Buy was just like, we need to come up with something. And they saw the increase in smartphone adoption, sales, and, you know, they said, look, every year, it's a billion more smartphones. So we could get a cut of that, plus get a cut of the fucking carrier's pie by activating people on their network. We're onto something here. And that's what they did. You know, that's crazy. I never really thought that that would be the reason why Best Buy was doing so well. I, I just thought that because they have so many electronics, that was their driving force. Yeah, no, no. They actually turn it around by doing the Best Buy Mobile. You know, they, they have it in every store. And in fact, they even have Best Buy Mobile, you know, certain little stores like that. That is just their mobile division of smartphones and carrier activation. And not only that, I think that the Geek Squad actually helps them a lot. All those little, little extra services they provide, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I really wouldn't trust them myself. But I mean, I would think that all these extra little things you see there... Yeah, you're right, because, I mean, there's people that don't know anything about a computer. And when you go to, you know, Best Buy and you talk to a Geek Squad member, yeah, they will give you a bunch of bullshit. And they will be like, yeah, so uh, your computer has a virus. Uh, yeah, so 
If we do the clean install alone, it's $180. If you want us to install the drivers and then test it out for you, that's going to be $225. And if you want to upgrade, because we, we just noticed that you have a Windows 7. If you want to upgrade to Windows 10, we can definitely do that for you too. That'll be $200 more. So in total, we're looking at uh, about four or 500 bucks. Yeah. Too much. And people, you know, people that are not computer savvy or tech savvy, they fall for it. Or they tell them, Instead of spending 500 bucks, why don't you just buy a new computer? Yeah, that's the easiest choice. But, um, you know, people don't know that, you know, they could get, if they sometimes Google some of the stuff or they could learn on their own, you know, sometimes a lot of this stuff is not that hard. And you know, you're right about that. I remember a long time ago before I bought my first laptop, I remember going in there. I didn't tell you because I'm like, you know what, I got to get my computer first. And, you know, I've, I've trusted you all these years with anything that's, uh, tech savvy, anything that I needed as far as computers, I'll come and ask you. But that one time I was like, you know what? Let me see what they got, you know? And if I like it, you know, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. And then I kept seeing all these prices and I asked the the people that worked there, hey, well, what would you recommend? And the first thing they take me to is this super expensive $3,000 computer. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like too much. But then I do remember some of the things you used to tell me, you know, look for this kind of NVIDIA card, make sure the graphics card is like at this level, make sure you're getting the latest CPU. And a lot of the stuff they would try to sell didn't make sense. So then I give you a call and then you'd be like, you're going to pay what for what? No, 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 no. And that's when I started, you know, asking you to come and join me to go to these stores and look at it. Yeah. And it's amazing that I remember you tell me, just hold on right here and just listen to this, what this guy's trying to pitch to this guy. And you'd be like, this guy's just trying to rob him. Yeah. And the worst part was, you know, when I would ask, you know, the guys that work there, like, so how many cores does this CPU have and how many threats? And they go, uh, uh, what? And then they look at the little sign there just to see if they could read anything. And they're like, uh, it's, uh, it's a quad core for sure. Uh-huh. Okay. How many threats? Uh, threats. It's, um, I think four. Oh, no, it's 12. Yeah. I think these stores need to get people that actually know what they're doing. Yeah. Not just hire anybody and be like, you know what? Come here. Uh, tell them what to say to the customer. Say, this is what you, this is your line all the time. And we guarantee to sell these. This is, this is messed up. That's misinforming the, the customer. But see, here's the difference though. Your everyday typical regular person will go to a Best Buy. Someone like me will go to Micro Center. Cause you notice how when we went to Micro Center, I told the guy, Hey, I'm looking for an i3-9100 that's a quad core with four threads. And he's like, Oh, they're over there. He, he knew right away. He was like, Oh, you, you're building a gaming machine. And I was like, Yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, good choice, man. Good choice. You see, the people in Micro Center know their shit. The people in Best Buy, I don't know, they're just fucking, they know enough, you know, just to work there. Because I've, it's been so many times where I'm just like, hey, I'm looking for an, an M2 drive. And I'm also wanting to see if, what do you guys recommend me to get? An SSD or an M2 drive? And they're like, just enough, yeah. Uh, um, well, you know, uh, the SSDs, uh, they're uh, really fast. Yeah, no shit. I know that. But what do you recommend? And I'm expecting these guys to go, look, an SSD and an M2, the M2 is going to be faster, but there's SSDs as fast but the thing is the m2s have less capacity and they're more expensive you could get an ssd with a two terabyte for this much and if you get an m2 for two terabytes look how much that costs way too much so just save a little bit on the ssd and take that one because in the end it's gonna be as fast but it's gonna be cheaper but no they don't even know that shit they'll be like uh yeah uh the ssd uh that's uh that was that was pretty fast uh and then i tell them okay well i have an m2 nvme 
me. And what's the difference from that and the M2? And they're like, uh, um, hold on, let me talk to my, uh, my associate here, my friend. And then the other guy comes and he's like, yeah, they're both good, man. And I'm just like, disappointing. And by, by any means, I'm not really that trying to downplay Best Buy. I love their stores. I just don't really like the customer service that much. I mean, cause again, the employees are not as knowledgeable, but if I need an electronic, I'm definitely going to go there. Yeah. I just feel like the employees need to push some of the more expensive um, products. For example, they'll try to push Apple and Samsung products a lot when they have other brands, when they have other brands, uh, you know, that are as good, you know, and to me, I just don't like when I'm browsing and people are just like trying to see if they could help me with something. I'm just like, no, uh, leave me alone. I know what I'm coming here for. If mm-hmm. I need help, I'll look for you. Just true. What makes this, uh, you know, a different time and era is that as much as people want to hate Amazon, they're fucking reliable. Because I'm serious, man. I, I, I don't know how they fucking do it, but I order shit today and sometimes it'll, they'll tell me like, we can ship it and deliver it today by 7 p.m. You know, and that defeats the purpose of me going to like a brick and mortar store like Best Buy sometimes because I don't have to leave my house. I could just order it and the shit will be here. And Amazon carries everything. I mean, everything. They do, but I don't think the experience is the same. It's nice to know that you can find whatever you need right there. But me personally, like I said in the past, I love going to the store. I'd rather go see the product myself. You're right. But see, that's, I think, an antiquated thing. That's just That's all going to change pretty much soon. <laughs> they're not going to be no electronic stores, game stores, anything like that. Everything's going to be online. Just look at the malls. Look at the malls. The malls used to be somewhere where people would go and hang out and buy stuff and just chill. You know, kids and teenagers would go after school. Look how many are just abandoned. What happened to the, what happened to the experience of going to the, to go see things at the mall? It's died and forgotten. Oh, I noticed it's moving forward to a more progressive time, but at the same time, it feels like it's a lazy thing. It, it feels like they're just trying to make the, the experience less stressful. You don't want to wait in traffic. I get that. That, that's a positive for me. Um, you don't have to walk that much. You can do other things with your time. Okay. That's fine. But me, I like going to those places and yeah, I could deal without the, Without the traffic, yeah, or without the the occasional dog following you or whatever, if that ever happened. But I mean, the experience of actually going in and testing products and seeing them in in person—that's a whole different experience. Especially when you're able to get it and take it home and just open it. You're like, you know, you have it right there. You know, the funny thing about this is that I like the perspective you're giving me because that's the single man's perspective. When you have to go with your girlfriend or your wife and you have to go to the stores where they're going to try on a lot of stuff and they're going to check all the stuff and you're like holding bags and yeah, that's what. So I think you've had the opposite uh, perspective compared to mine, right? Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'd rather not go to the ball. Just order that shit online, (laughs) you know. But again, you know, it's like those stores, you know, they're not going to stay open for the minority of people that want to go there. This is why they're closing, because the majority of people, they're doing it online. And I'm going to tell you, the main reason why this shit is happening, we can blame the smartphone. I'm serious. It has taken over our lives, even if we don't want to admit it. Think about this. Back then, when there was no smartphones, people would go to the ball to go hang out, to go hang out with friends, to go, you know, with your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. You know, you would go and you would go check out the stores and this and that. Now, kids... If you go to the mall, if there's a mall open, if you go there, you see them at the at the food court on their fucking phones. And you'd be like, what the fuck, people? 
There's a lot of shit going on and everybody's on their phone. And again, you know, smartphones, they're probably going to a store or they're chilling with their friends there on their phones. And if they need something, they just order online because they could probably get it for cheaper too. So phones have ruined it a lot, you know. They've been very beneficial to us, but at the same time, they've kind of taken away our, a lot of our own thinking process. Like, for instance, I remember when before the Google Maps came out, I used to actually use the Thomas Guide to actually go places. I'd actually do my own research and be like, okay, how do I get here from point A to point B? But now everything it's just handed to you it's like you know what just press a few buttons here bam the directions are right there for you you're right i remember hating that fucking thomas guy and i'm gonna give you a little a little story of you know one time i remember uh, i was like one of my first jobs i went as a assistant or assistant to the driver or some bullshit like that right and they told me all you gotta do is just you know tell them how to go how to get to the next place and help them unload when they get there i was like that sounds pretty dope that sounds pretty dope i remember that the guy was like you know how to use the Thomas Guide, the map. I'm like, yeah, I do. But it was bullshit. I was lying. I didn't fucking have a clue. But I thought, how fucking hard could this shit be? And I remember that uh, he told me, okay, we're going to this city and this place and this is the address. And he started driving and I'm just looking at the map like, fuck, this shit has a lot of pages. I'm trying to kind of like, you know, locate the city we're in, locate the streets. And I tell you, I could not fucking read it. And I remember the guy getting on the freeway and he's like, I kind of remember how to get there. It's just uh, once we get half Halfway to that place, you have to tell me what freeways we gotta take because that's what I don't remember no more. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now, but I, I didn't have no clue. And I'm just kind of shitting it now because I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna get out of this one now? I don't know how the fuck to read this shit. And I'm looking, looking. Like 20 minutes later, the guy's like, okay, uh, you got it because I'm about to get to the freeways and I don't know which one's the one I gotta take. And I'm just like, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to the windshield, looking at the streets and looking at the signs. And I'm just like, oh, take that one. That one he's like which one? Oh, uh, that one that one and i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and then he went into that one we got lost he got mad and then in the end he told me do you know how to use a map yes or no be honest and i was like i'll be honest i never fucking use this shit and then he told me how come you didn't say it i would have fucking gave you a little course on how to use it from the beginning and i was like well i i didn't know i thought if i said that i didn't know how to use it you guys would have been like we don't need them take them back but yeah we got lost he got it he got out we went to eat some breakfast and then he taught me how to use the map and ever since then i was like Oh, okay, I get it. And I still didn't like it. But uh, yeah, that was my story of the first time I used that fucking map and I hated it. That's why whenever uh, I would need to go somewhere, Google map, print out. Google, or I would even write it down on a paper if I had to go somewhere. And don't be dumb. Print out the directions in reverse so you know how to get back. <laughs> You know, my horroring experience was pretty much like that. Yeah, I remember I had never read a map in my life. So my first experience is this guy that he was a journeyman and I'm pretty much his apprentice. He throws the Thomas guide at me. He's like, take a look at this and uh, you're going to guide me to this destination. And I have no idea what he's talking about as well. So I'm like, uh, yeah. And then he's like, it's just the intimidating manner of <laughs> way that he spoke. He's like, you do know how to use a Thomas guide, right? So I'm like, well, of course, who, who doesn't know how to use a Thomas guide? So he pretty much figured it out when he saw that I was holding the map upside down he's like uh flip the book on me <laughs> and you can't really tell since, since all the little streets are small and stuff but yeah he got really pissed when I led up the wrong way too so yeah I'm telling you this guy was a hell's angel one of those bike gangs I mean he was an old guy already but holy shit this guy he was just on top of it and these are some of my early stories when I started working but I remember that I learned how to use a Thomas guy because of this that that bad experience kind of traumatized me for life how to use a map yeah yeah definitely you know to me it was cool because because the guy was a little like some older guy and he was cool because he was like 
you know, you could have just been honest from the beginning. You know, you're like my son's age. You know, if you were lying, I, I could tell because I saw you flipping through the pages, but I was going to let you do it. I was, you know, but then we got this far and I was like, I, I can't, I can't let him fucking just keep going because we're not going to go nowhere. We need to do this shit and finish our, our work. But that was the last time. And, you know, talking back on, you know, what we're talking about, you know, with the smartphones and all that, you know, I think the internet also has a lot to with uh, everything's on their terms. And I think that's why I, I love the internet, man. New discoveries. Like there's always something new to learn. And I remember back then we didn't have this. No. Of course, we had to go and get books if you want to learn how to do something. But you're but you're missing the point here. Which is? Yeah. You're seeing the internet for its knowledge. These fucking kids ain't going to the internet for the knowledge. See, what I was trying to get to is that back in the days, we had to get up at a certain time to watch certain shows, certain cartoons. I remember getting up on Saturday mornings, like at five in the morning, six in the morning, and I would wake up my brother or vice versa. You know, he, if he woke up, he would wake me up to go see the cartoons and we would be like eating our cereal, just waiting for Saturday morning cartoon block, you know? And nowadays, these kids don't have to do that. They just turn on Netflix and whatever, Disney Plus, and they fucking put on whatever they want. And I think that's what kind of has done to a lot of these kids not caring for other stuff. That's why when you see these kids at the malls on their phones, watching Netflix, talking to their friends, it's like, ugh. All you see is Facebook and TikTok, Instagram. Yes. That's all you see, man. I'm kind of old-fashioned. Social media. Social media has has changed shit too much. I personally don't like it because I remember the last page I did, and this is <laughs> this is from way back then, but before I had Facebook, I had MySpace. And uh, if I mentioned that to any kids, they'll look at me like, what the hell? This guy's from like the Stone Age or something. But no, not only that, not only that, if you mentioned Facebook, they'll see you as an old guy. Yeah. Trust me. I have kids and they tell me what's in and what's not in. And even, you know, with a lot of stuff on, um, you know, when they're on Instagram and a lot of these fucking memes that they see, I don't even get some of them. Some of them I do get, but some of them are just like, what? What's so funny about this shit? And then they explain it to me and I'm just like, oh, okay. But it's just something that we all go through, right? Because same thing, you know, I remember my, my uncle my and my parents sometimes, you know, they would see something stuff and I didn't think it was funny and then I would show them stuff and I'm like eh, they're just old you don't understand and now I'm on the other side of the fucking coin that's true but you know what the see the cell phone advanced perfectly it mm-hmm. was doing well when it got to the internet part I was really happy about it because again I like the knowledge part I like learning new things I like discovering new places to go eat or new places to go visit stuff like that but to see all this so the the social media aspect of it gets you more in tune with everybody more connected Mm-mm. But all you do is just spend your time right there and you hardly go see these people anymore. You spend all your time right there. No, you're right. And you brought up a good point. They say that you're socializing, right? But you're not. You're doing the opposite. You're not socializing with people because you're not there in person. You're somewhere else doing just fucking messages. And then not only that, but social media, like everything, if it's used correctly, it works. But if if it's used not correctly, there's a lot of danger out there too. You know, how many fucking kids have a Instagram account? And, you know, and there's a lot of pedophiles online. There's a lot of older guys trying to lure the young girls and shit. And I even discovered that there's there's certain apps that don't even require you to have a phone line and you can still message people. Yeah. I, I, how the hell does that even work? Yeah. And it's not text messaging. It's it's a whole different, It's a, it works on a different level. I don't know if it works just like texting, but you're actually, well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, because it just needs, it just needs data. You can communicate with people even if you don't have a line. Why would you need a line? That that makes no sense. Well, like a cell phone line, but regardless, it, it's just, it's amazing how, how this social media thing has gone. That's why I don't really like Facebook. Apart from them sharing information about all of us, I mean, that's just adding more to the reason I 
I don't like them, but I, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Facebook or Instagram that much. You know, I only have you know friends and family on my personal account, but it's because there's a lot of fake shit out there, a lot of fake shit, and some of the accounts. And now this has happened to me and I, and my son has uh, also happened to him because he tells me all the time, you know, there's some accounts that will get a lot of followers and it's probably like a meme account or some funny fucking jokes or whatever. And when they get to a certain threshold, of, you know, of accounts or followers, they sell that account to like a, a fucking model or a girl. And now they have these girls in fucking bikinis and thongs coming out on your, in your feed because they take up all those memes and they, you know, rename it and put all their pictures. And I'm telling you because this happened to me where I was scrolling and my wife was next to me <clears throat> and then this girl with a big old booty showed up and I'm just like the fuck is this you know and I'm like I'm looking at my wife like I don't know what the fuck is this and she's just looking at me like well you're following them and I'm like no 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 I'm not um, you're like oh my phone froze I can't change it no I'm just like flinging up to change it right away and I see more and more and I'm just like what the fuck and then you know surprisingly enough my son is like I hate when that happens dad you know you had a you were following a meme account and they sold it to that person now you're seeing that and i'm like yes thank you she i knew i was not following that fucking girl i was following a meme because he goes through it too right yeah because he told me that he's like look dad i'm gonna show you i was following this meme account and now look now it's somebody in some girl's account now and she's always putting those fucking pictures and he told me the same thing he was like i was scrolling up and i was with my girlfriend and she just looked at me like the fuck <laughs> like you know and uh i told him does that happen often and that's part of the game some people will get a lot of followers and shit and then they sell the accounts to other people so that they could just put in the pictures and now they have a bunch of followers yeah i personally hate it period i just hope it goes away but who knows what's going to happen in the future i mean tiktok came in well see me personally i'm gonna give you in the order of hate of the social media number one facebook i fucking hate facebook if i didn't have to use it i would not use it number two it had to be TikTok because number one is a Chinese app that all these fucking people are giving in all their data, all of the pictures, all of the videos. And well, that's Facebook for you, too. Yeah. But at least Facebook is American. They're not. I don't want China to have no information on me. I know Facebook has information on us. Right. They're the first one that started saying it. You know that China knows more about you than a lot of people. You could thank TikTok for that. And these kids are voluntarily giving all this information. I did hear that. I understand that. Yeah. And um, not only kids, but a lot of fucking older people doing those TikTok videos too. Now, that's number two on my list. Number three, I would have to say the WhatsApp fucking app because since they're owned by Facebook, they're going to start, uh, you know, sharing all the data they said. And then after that, I would say Instagram is cool, but I just go there for the memes. And just to see if uh, there's any of our fans right there that want to interact, that's it. I don't use it for anything else than that. Now for me, number one, I have to say Twitter and Reddit. Those are my favorites. Twitter and Reddit because you could engage in more intellectual conversations there's more knowledge there and twitter you could kind of talk to people directly sometimes like companies you know and in my experience i had issues with companies and i just go directly to them and they fix the problem instead of me trying to call them and or me trying to email them now you go to twitter and you say hey fucking spectrum i'm paying for 450 you know megabytes and i'm only getting like fucking 20 what the fuck right away they'll fucking respond to you like oh shit you know dm me right now i'll help you with that you know and um, that's it you know I just social media I think needs to be uh, I don't want to say censored or anything like that regulated regulated that's the fucking word Mondo that I was looking for thank you yeah we
we cannot have it like the way it is right now. You know, it's like, I'm not a guy that wants censorship. I believe in freedom of speech and everything, but we need to regulate this fucking companies because they should not be allowed to just keep our data because look at Facebook. This is why I don't post shit on Facebook in my personal profile. If you look at it, it still looks like the way I left it in 2003. Same picture, same everything, like nothing's changed because as soon as I found out that you cannot delete anything, I was like, fuck it. Wait, you can't? No, you can't delete it. You could deactivate it, but you cannot delete your Facebook account or even anything that's there. Right, but let's just say you take off your account, right? You cancel your account. Mm -hmm. But won't be able to see it, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously they're going to see it because they know it exists, but... Yeah, see, Facebook has all the pictures you uploaded and all the posts that you wrote, they have them saved because they still want to sell your data. (sighs) And that's the thing. See, a lot of people always fucking tell me, I don't want Google to know what I'm doing, but see, at least Google gives you like the option to be like, uh, you want to delete your data? You can. You press delete and it tells you, you have three months or six months to download everything that you want to save. Because it will permanently erase. Exactly. Exactly. Because in six months after that, they're going to be erased for good. That's a that's a good formula to follow. See, I could be behind that. But yeah, uh, all these other companies that aren't doing that, good riddance, man, disappear. <laughs> so that all these people can start being more social again. Yeah. I think that's going to be the next evolution step because we're going to go back. You know how like fashion trends, they seem to kind of come and go. go out of style. Yeah. And they come and go. I think that's what's going to happen soon in the future where people are going to be like, we're not going to be stuck on our phones. We're just going to, we're going to go outside. We're going to go hang out with people again. We're going to go to the park, go to the theaters, you know, shit like that. Because all that shit's disappearing, people. The theaters are going to disappear. They are disappearing. Right. They're not as popular as they used to be. Yeah. We're going to get to the point where everything's going to be at home, which is cool. I don't mind. Trust me. But once in a while, I want to go to a fucking theater. You know, like my favorite one here in uh, Simi Valley, Mondo, SMG, Studio Movie Grill. I fucking love that place. You know, you... That's that place that serves food too, huh? Yeah. You go in, you sit down, you order your food, you watch a movie, and they give you good food at, at that too. And you spend the same amount as if you're buying popcorn. So it's not, you know, the only difference is that you, at least you're eating some food. So... But when you say food, what kind? It's it's more than just popcorn and hot dogs. I haven't been to that one, so I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah, they don't sell hot dogs and popcorn. I think they. So what food? Like if you go to Chili's, Applebee's, that type of food. Like you got ribs, you got you know chicken, you got. I think they have burgers, but like they have those badass fucking prime burgers. You know. I'm picking up my drill here. <laughs> You're serious? They actually have yeah like, real yeah they do. How come I've I've never heard of them? This sounds really good. So they actually have restaurant quality food. Yep, and exactly. And you will still spend as much as you spend when you buy popcorn and all that other bullshit. That's why we stopped going to the regular theater and we would go to that one. Because when we used to go to the regular theater, we would spend a lot of money in, you know, popcorn, candy and all that other bullshit. And we still will go out to eat after. So at least here, once we get out, we're like, oh my God, we're full. Time to just drive home. You're telling me? I remember I used to go and watch a movie, go with a date. And then the bill's like 80 bucks on food alone. And I'm like, (laughs) how the hell was my ticket entry? watch the movies like 15 bucks yet I'm paying like $80 for food and you know that's not going to fill you up yep and you know how I am you know I, when I was going to to the movies with my wife and my two kids ah, whatever you guys want I don't care I'm not the type that'll be like uh, no uh, let's just no I just go fuck it go all out <laughs> whatever you want I don't care I want them to enjoy and have a good experience nah the wallet experience man when you hear that no. wallet screaming like ah 
That's too much money, <laughs> man. And for something you're not really getting a lot of. It, it's true, but I think it's more satisfying seeing my kids happy. I agree with that. Yeah, you're right. Me personally, yeah, I, I ain't paying all that for that. Yeah, but you will one day. One day. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody, I guess we're going to wrap it up. I want to thank you all for joining us, listening to us share our feelings, our thoughts, and everything we had to share with you today. So I just want to say, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And please help us support our channel with our Patreon. Please check out all our merchandise on the Teespring website. We'll have all the links in the show notes. So with that, I just want to say thank you once again. Take care, everybody. And I hope we see you on the next show. Goodbye now. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Hold on. And...